Remember Worth It or Worthless, a show where every couple weeks we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia-tinted glasses and decide, is the game good by today's standards and is it worth the price of admission? We talk about what the game does well, what the game doesn't do so well, and the things that are just plain weird. I'm your host, Dan, joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what do we get into today? Today we played Super Mario Bros. 2 for the NES. Yeah, we, um... We did it! We did it. Which is... Uh, weird to be playing like a game in a Mario franchise. Like I don't know if you guys have been around or like really paid attention to the games we play, but they're not always like the super obvious, most popular ones. Like we haven't played a Mario game. Yeah, there's kind of a reason for it. No, it makes sense. But I feel like I can make an exception for Mario too. Do you want to explain the reason why we don't always play the most popular games? Just because people know what they are. Yeah. Um, they're common and it's like it's I don't think it's that interesting of a conversation to maybe talk about like the original Super Mario Brothers, for example, because like everybody's played that game. Everybody knows what it is. Everybody remembers what it is. You've probably played it recently enough that you you know exactly what, what you're getting into. You yeah. Don't, you don't need us to talk for 40 minutes and tell you whether it's worth it or worthless. <laughs> right. But uh, we got some requests for Mario 2, right? We did. Yeah. So we decided to do Mario 2 today because, you know. Yeah, I'm, I was really interested to do it because I didn't even know this game existed when I was a kid. Like, we had <laughs> okay. we had Mario, and we had Mario 3. We did not have Mario 2. And I don't know if, like, some kind, uh, like, video game store worker, like, told my parents, like, oh, yeah, don't buy that one. Or, like, I don't know why we didn't have Mario 2, but just, like, it didn't exist. And everyone, like, understood or knew why it went from Super Mario Bros. to Mario 3 or whatever, but... Uh, I've never really played this game, and I mean, I've picked it up a couple times in the last few years, but this was the first time for me, like, really diving into Mario 2. I don't think that there was some kind video store clerk who told your parents not to buy it. This is uh, the fourth highest selling NES game with over 7 million copies sold. See, I kind of knew about that because we've shared before on our Instagram and Twitter, and we'll probably share it again sometime around the time this comes out, uh, this old news clip called Nintendo Madness or Mario Madness or something like that. And mm-hmm. it's showing people lined up out the door trying to buy Mario 2 and Zelda 2. And like there was like a shortage and nobody could get it. And it was like this huge thing and it was on the news. And uh, so I know that like a lot of people bought this game, but I just have no clue why. I, we never had it. None of my friends ever had it. Like I, I honestly didn't know this game existed until I was an adult. Yeah, I think uh, this game came out in 1988, um, October, and I think at that time there was like a shortage of the NES chips that went inside the cartridges. Yeah, they so, mentioned that in the in the video. Yeah, I think I watched this whole like 20 minute like uh, gaming historian like uh, the story of Super Mario Brothers two on YouTube, which I'll put in the a link in the description. Yeah, that guy's incredible. Yeah, yeah. He, like, does what we do, but, like, very well thought out. Super, <laughs> super well thought Like, he's basically, like, the, um, oh, what's that guy? Who's the old guy with the voice from Star Wars who um, makes documentaries? He played the the bad guy in Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Uh, Werner Herzog. He makes like very popular documentaries. He's oh. basically like the Werner Herzog of <laughs> YouTube, video game historian. He's like, uh, look him up if you haven't. Yeah, his stuff is really good. But um, yeah, I don't know why. Uh, so you had Mar- you didn't know this game existed? Like no, literally you didn't literally know it did not know that there was a Mario 2. You just thought Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers 3. 
man, it was just like that time of like the the wonderful world of Japan and nobody had any clues. Like maybe they're just quirky. I don't know. I, I have no clue. We had we had a lot of Nintendo games. It wasn't like we only had those two. We had a whole bunch. I have no yeah. clue. And I don't remember any of my friends having Mario 2 either. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, this is a this is an interesting one. It is. Um for a lot of reasons. I'm always fascinated by the weird sequels on the NES. Dude, I was just thinking the same thing. Like Mario 2 very different. Zelda 2 very different. Yeah. Castlevania 2 very different. Um I talk about all the weird sequels and it's like those are the three that usually come to mind. I don't know if there are <laughs> there's, a there's lot probably more some weird others. sequels, but those are the I guess the biggest franchises because I'm like, well, Mega Man 2 was more Mega Man, so that doesn't really work. But you got a lot of really weird sequels to Tetris, like you had Weltris and Hattris. <laughs> Hattris. Yeah, yeah, that guy, that poor guy, uh, the guy who made Tetris, basically, I think the Russian government took his uh, right to it. And so he was trying to make another puzzle game. Yes. That was as successful, but I don't think he could ever. He does. It does have a happy success. ending. He does own the right to Tetris now. And oh, yes. Nice. Yeah. I didn't know that. I actually have a comic book, which is also really good if you're interested in Tetris or just the history of video games. Okay. It's a comic, a graphic novel written by Box Brown. About Tetris. It's about Tetris. It's literally called Tetris, the games we play. And it's it's illustrated and written by Box Brown, who has also done uh, a bunch of these graphic novels that tell, like, history. He did one on Andre the Giant that I've heard is good. So, yeah. But, yeah, the guy, it does have a happy ending, Tetris guy. He owns it now. He lives in Seattle, and he's doing okay for himself. Can we get a live-action Tetris movie? Uh, You know what? <laughs> there was we got actually, Battleship, right? There was actually a live-action Tetris movie in the works at Sony because Sony just makes amazing choices with what to produce. And I don't know if but that's what Pixels became. Instead. I was just about to say, I don't know if that's what became <laughs> Pixels. That could have actually been what became Pixels. Oh, Adam Sandler's like, I got this, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> Those are words that no studio president ever wants to hear coming out of Adam Sandler's mouth. I got this. Oh, man. Yeah, this game to me is like super interesting just because of the Japanese version of Super Mario Bros. 2. Basically was too hard and looked too much like the first one. And apparently because of the the market crash in 83... Like Nintendo was like, we don't want to take a chance on releasing a game that kind of looks like the original. And by the time it got localized and came out, it would look, the graphics would look old and they didn't want to confuse people. So we got Super Mario 2 that we got. Um, and the Japanese version we later got, the Lost Levels, 1993, whatever. And the version that we got is is not even like an original game. They reskinned a game, right? Yeah. They reskinned uh, a game that's called Doki Doki Panic. And that game was actually uh, a promotional game for Fuji Television. Oh, in uh, Japan. So, <laughs> <laughs> so kind of like how we got the McDonald's game, like Mick Kids. It was kind of like one of those. I was gonna say, in Japan. like, was this basically like the Japanese version of like how we got all those Seven Up Spot games? Yeah, and yeah. They just basically, took one was. of those and reskinned it with Mario, and they said, "All right, America, here's Mario yeah, too." Kind of. Um, and the funny thing that was that Fuji couldn't do anything because they only owned the characters. Uh, and so Nintendo basically just took the game, made a few small tweaks to it, put Mario characters and some Mario items in it, and here we are. 
Yeah. So if you are like me and you don't have any clue about Mario 2, which sounds like it's not very many people, I don't know what bubble I was living in, but the version of Mario 2 that we got here in America is very different from what you may remember from Mario and Mario 3. And we're going to kind of take a look at, I'm sure a lot of those differences (sighs) are going to come up today as we look at the pros and cons of what this game does well and doesn't do so well. Yeah, that's enough uh, rambling and chatting. Let's get into what this game does well. I think for me, one of the interesting things about this game is unlike so many other retro games is that it actually comes with an easy, normal, and hard mode, like <laughs> built right in. Uh, I, are you talking about the characters? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> unlike most Mario games, you don't just play as Mario or Luigi. You can play as Mario, Luigi, Princess. She doesn't get a name. She's just Princess or yeah. Toad. And they're each a little bit different. And I think that that's actually something that is really interesting about this game. Yeah, and for some, sure. But like I said, you know, I was joking when I said there's an easy, medium, and hard mode. But Princess Peach is definitely easy mode in this game. Um, yeah, she's the only character worth picking in this game. <laughs> Unless you want like a really hard challenge because she <laughs> she can jump really high. She can float super far. And it makes it really easy to bypass some of the more difficult areas of levels yeah i don't it's so interesting like why would you pick anybody else in this game well like just i i actually played as all four characters when we played through today you played just as princess because you've played enough of this game that you (laughs) because i knew better yeah you knew better (laughs) i played as all four characters i wasn't able to tell a big difference between mario and toad they both seemed like pretty like run-of-the-mill exactly what you'd expect from a mario game Peach was definitely easier because she could float. And then Luigi was just pure hot garbage. Like, he was terrible. But we'll we'll talk more about that later because we're focusing on what it does well. But they definitely have different play styles, different physics, um, a little bit different abilities. And that is something interesting that I thought the game does well. Yeah, it's like Mario is like Mario in everything where he's just average. He's run of the mill. He's kind of quick. He can <laughs> jump, you know, fine. And supposedly... Toad, what the gaming historian was saying was Toad is fast and strong, but I'm like, <laughs> where does strength come into play? Yeah, I'm like, what? How? Maybe he pulls up the plants faster, or, or maybe something. like or maybe he, he picks takes up eggs faster. Does he take less eggs? Like if you throw in the eggs at the bosses, it does maybe. it take less eggs to kill the boss if you do We should look into that. But I was just like, what does strength have to do with any of it? But strength of heart. He's just yeah. a, a really solid guy. And then Luigi is just. Why? Why? Yeah, it's sad, actually. So the Japanese version of Super Mario 2, Luigi became more like his physics are more slidey, like he's on ice kind of, and he can jump higher than Mario, though. And so that's kind of where we got our version of Luigi from. So there's a little bit of, uh, you know, they took some inspiration from the original Japanese version of Mario 2, and they brought that into the American version. Yeah, it was a really good choice. Really glad we really glad uh, we got Luigi in this one. So Dan kind of tricked me. We were playing as Peach, and then I played as Mario, and he's like, "Oh, you should play as Luigi. He's the real secret best character of this game." And I was like, "Oh, well, why didn't you say that earlier?" And I picked him, and it was like a level where you need to be doing lots of like quick platforming and dodging, and Luigi just floats like you jump, and he just is so slow. And so I had a rough time of it. But um, you know, if you really want to challenge, we did yourself, it though. Yeah, I, we, we I did it. beat the level with him, you know. And uh, quote unquote beat. I mean, Jordan, you can't really say you beat it. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, can we even did we even play the game today? Can we even say we played it? All right. Well, this is just, I, I didn't know we were planning on doing this now, but this is just <laughs> in our last episode. You know, we spent some time talking about rewind and save states, and then I clipped out that section or parts of that section and posted it on social media just to <laughs> see. And most of you guys agreed with us that you know, do whatever the heck you want, have fun, play the game however you need to. You know, it's not hurting anybody to have those in there. Um, but there were some people who were very outspokenly against. Uh, rewind and save states and so um, at Sayo Reira I have no idea how to say her name but I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong she um, left us all sorts of messages about uh, it doesn't count and yes it is ruining the game by making it more accessible games are supposed to be challenging if you can't get good find a new hobby period and so uh, unfortunately we're not going to take that advice because uh, we don't really care so we're going to keep using rewind and save states because it allows us to enjoy these games and get through them so we can talk about them and let you guys know about them so you just i'm went sorry in on that i wasn't even taking it that far the, i just the wanted point to... that i was making was we okay so we played mario 2 yeah. i have the nes version of it yes uh but we played it on the switch today yeah because it's got a rewind feature. It does. We don't actually, we have never played any game yet for the podcast using a rewind feature, but I felt like we felt galvanized and like spurred <laughs> on to actually use it after the conversation and some of the feedback that we got. So. Yeah. And the other reason I wanted to play on Switch is because the Lost Levels is also on, you know, the, yeah. the NES online service. So I wanted to play some of both games to kind of get a good comparison. Um, we didn't get to play a lot of Lost Levels, but. Jordan used a lot of rewinding. I definitely used more than you. Um, but, you know, it allowed me to to figure out what was going on and beat the level and not bash hey, my head against the wall. Let's not use that word. Oh, beat? Yeah, you can't say you beat the it level. It allowed me to see the end of the level. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever, man. I, I truly don't care. And as far as getting a new hobby, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I truly don't care. <laughs> If you're offended, I'm sorry. We used it because we had three hours, and it took all three hours even with Rewind because I'm not good at video games, guys. I'm not trying to pull one over anybody. I'm not trying to trick anybody into thinking that I beat a game I didn't beat, but um, I'm bad at video games, so I need to Rewind. Sometimes it's not even about beating the game. It's about, hey, we only have so much time. We have to get through this so we yeah. can record this episode. So, Yeah. Rewind. That's true. Like, if we actually didn't use cheats and saves and whatever <laughs> and try to get through these games, you guys would get a new episode, like, once every two months because that's Probably. how long, if if not longer, because that's how long it would take me just to be able to get through a level. Yeah. I think we've we've kicked that plenty. I think so, too. What else does this game do well, Dan? <laughs> uh, the music. Yeah? You, you like the uh, music? This is, this is probably one of my favorite NES soundtracks. I, I do recall you during the final boss battle being like, I think they just gave up on the music at this point. Well, no. Cause, well, so, okay. So the seven, there's seven worlds yeah. in Mario 2. Normally there's eight. There's only two levels in the seventh world. And so I'm like, I wonder if they started to run out of time when they were making this game. Because I did point out that the music was like a 15-second loop. And I was like, huh? Because I like the music so much in this game. Ah, interesting. And okay. so I think I noticed it. I was like, why didn't they do more with this but i'm like well maybe they just ran out of time i guess so maybe they just had to put wart in and you just had to feed him his veggies right there before they added the last i don't know five levels to the game yeah uh i just realized we didn't really explain for those of 
you who don't know what this game is, because it's not really just a straight-up Mario game, there are some differences. You do have your normal platforming and it's side-scrolling, um, but like in Mario, where the emphasis is very heavily on the platforming, I would say in Mario 2, there's about a 50-50 eff- emphasis between platforming and kind of like simple puzzle solving or like exploring to find things to like Mm. you don't just get to the end of the level touch a flagpole and you're done you usually have to find a key or find like a secret hidden area yeah uh, in order to complete the level Mm -hmm. so there are some differences and one of the big differences is at the end of each level there's a boss it's usually one of four different bosses you have a birdo and this big like three-headed uh snake guy there's more than that and there's a a rat and there's like a mouser a flame guy and wart and wart and i think there's one more camera anyway there's a handful of them and they repeat but pretty much all the bosses what happens is they throw something at you or you need to use something from the environment collect it and throw it at them somewhere between three to five times and once you've hit them they're dead and then you can move on and so when dan says feed wart his vegetables for some reason in that level and i actually kind (laughs) of like it this is not something the game does this is something that i thought was hilarious there's like this organ and it shoots out like radishes and yeah. tomatoes and and stuff and you have to grab them out of the air and then throw them into his mouth and he is allergic to vegetables or something and after five vegetables he dies or that, is severely incapacitated yeah <laughs> no he doesn't die yet oh i know <laughs> i know and i have i have the the ending of the game as what this game does well in in like all caps is that you beat the game wart has eaten too many vegetables he's like passed out and you let these like little firefly guys out of a cage. It's kind of like Sonic. How you we were playing, and you're like, this is kind of like Sonic because you're freeing like these little animals. And then the firefly guys like grab Wart's body and they crowd surf him off the screen. And then like you get a bunch of like graphic stuff shooting out the side of the screen, and it kind of seems like it's implying that the little firefly guys took Wart's body and put it in a wood chipper. <laughs> it's really bizarre, but awesome. Yeah, bizarre is the right word. Uh, that's that that leads into my last point, which is um, this game has like a super interesting world. Uh, it's definitely not a traditional like Mario game, but there's something no. about um, the enemies, the characters, this whole game that um, there's something endearing. I think about the weird Arabian theme and the the shy guys and the vegetables and and wart and the fireflies. I'm like, this is. I don't know. There's it's it, it's it feels like the black sheep of the Mario oh, franchise. Absolutely. But I would love to see more Mario 2 lore kind of pushed into other avenues. Yeah, I it's it's just so weird and I think they explain away a lot of the weirdness by having the game start with a little intro that tells you that it was all part of like Mario saw this in a dream and then at the end you realize that like Mario's been dreaming all of this and so they're like oh that's why none of this is like canon yeah but it's like in the intro it's really unclear was it a dream or did he have a dream and then he went and discovered this world so it's kind of confusing like maybe some of this is real (laughs) Uh, either way I I know that they kind of touch on it in some of the stuff in like Smash Brothers and like all that with like the rocket isn't that a thing i mean there is a rocket in smash bros that is similar to the rocket in this game 
you know, the whole brand new Mario Odyssey game features Mario flying around in a rocket. And I definitely was like reminded of that when we were playing Mario 2. So I don't know how much, like I have no clue. I'm not a... a, The rocket vegetable? I'm not, yeah. For some reason you (laughs) you pull a little plant out of the ground and all of a sudden there's a rocket shooting you up. It's it's weird, but I mean, I don't think anybody... whales and... I don't know if there's anybody out there that's trying to like piece together the Mario lore and make it all fit together. Well, it's a dream. It doesn't have to make sense. That's how you can just get away with it. I guess, yeah. So, all right. I don't have anything else written down <laughs> for what this. I mean, I like real quick. I can say like the when you become like a baby Mario, Luigi, Toad, or Princess, like the sprites for the little baby characters are kind of cute, especially when they die. They look, I don't know, they look nice. But that is such a tiny thing that I don't think we need to discuss it. Uh, I have a transitional point. Oh, let's hear it. So. One of the great things that came out of Mario 2 was the Super Mario Super Show. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so we wanted to be thorough today. So as we did with the Battletoads episode where we watched the Battletoads cartoon, we revisited the Super Mario Super Show today. Yeah. Um, There's something about... I just love all of the terrible stuff that comes out of video games. Yeah. Um, you I, love it in like I, an ironic way or like you actually enjoy it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, I like the Super Mario Brothers live action movie. Yeah. I and mean, I still can't tell if you're serious or joking about that because it is, it's bad. Yeah. But you haven't seen it in a long time. I saw it once and that was more than enough. I think you'd appreciate it more nowadays. <laughs> I am planning on watching it again sometime in the future, but I just, I can't imagine that there's really anything redeeming about it. It's, it's, it's one of those. I like it more every time I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But the Super Mario Super Show um, is uh, not very good. It's not good. It's a cartoon slash live action show that ties specifically into Mario 2, which is why we're talking about it with this game. Yeah, and it's got a bunch of terrible puns, and like the episodes are like themed. Like we watched, uh, according to 32 people uh, on episode ninja, I think, dot com, we watched the best episode of the Super Mario Super Show. Which makes me worried about what the worst <laughs> one was because it was really bad. Yeah, and it was like this Robin Hood. What was it? Uh, uh, hooded Robin and his Mario men. <laughs> all of the episodes, not all of them, but the vast majority of the episodes are like plays on popular books, movies, TV shows. Like we watched a little bit of one called Two Plumbers and a Baby, which is obviously a play on Two Men and a Baby. And you have uh, Mario and the Beanstalk, which is, you know, Jack and the Beanstalk. Like they, they didn't really try. They're like, uh... We just need to get a bunch of episodes to uh, get through one season of this. 20,000 Koopas under the sea. Yeah, which, that's the weird thing about the show. Like, it's vaguely canon. Like, it kind of ties into <laughs> the game. Like, in one of the episodes we watched, uh, Luigi gets vegetable-itis, and he, like, starts growing all these plants oh, out of him. Man. Which we see in Mario 2, there's these whales that have, like, plants growing out of them. So I don't know if they ate some spaghetti seeds and got vegetable-itis. Um in the show Two Plumbers and a Baby, we see Baby Peach, which obviously comes in in this game because when you get hit, you turn into like a baby version of yourself. And also some of the same enemies were in the show. But like yeah. a huge part of the show was Bowser and the Koopas. Yeah. I don't think he was Bowser. I think he was still King Koopa. 
But there are no Koopas in this entire game. You, you, you can like <laughs> dig up a Koopa shell at some points, but you don't ever actually see a Koopa. So, um, I think on the Wikipedia page, it said that the the point of the show was to boost awareness of the characters. Okay, I mean, and surprisingly, like I felt like there was so much more to the Super Show than there was. Apparently, this was only on this only aired for two months. That was two months too many. It was legitimately some of the worst acting <laughs> and worst animation I've ever seen. Like the animation itself was like all right but there was legitimately times where like toad would be talking and they would have like king koopa's mouth moving and that wasn't just one time it happened two or three times in one episode where the wrong person's mouth was moving with somebody else's dialogue and it didn't even make sense like i'm not i'm Uh, not that's why i love it I'm not going on like a classic Jordan rant. Like this is just <laughs> straight up terrible. Like there's almost nothing redeeming yeah. about. It. Like maybe if you're a little kid, you'd be mildly amused to see a Mario cartoon, but it's so bizarre and so not Mario that you'd just be confused. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um we should probably move on to what the game doesn't do so well. All right. The um the first point we already killed uh <laughs> What, Luigi? Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luigi's terrible. I actually erased that off my list because I, just, I figured we'd already beat it to death. I think for me, like, the biggest downside of this game is that it's not the classic Mario experience. Like, if you were, if you just loved Super Mario Bros. and then you went and bought this game, I feel like you would be kind of disappointed or felt cheated. I think people, oh, was I watching? Or I can't remember uh, what it, where I heard it. But somebody was saying like they didn't even notice that it wasn't like a normal Mario game. It was just this was the Mario Two, and it was like See, what it was. And ah, um, I can't buy that because one of the reasons that the original Mario Brothers game is still so good, and like why, like why we don't feel like we even need to discuss it, is because it's a platformer that has such good physics, such good like the speed, the jumping, like everything is so tight in that game and everything in this game feels so loose and sloppy and like the level design isn't anywhere even close. Like we just went back and played, like when we played the first two levels of the Lost Levels, which is what the Japanese version of Mario Bros. 2 was, and you're like, oh yeah, this is a Mario game. Like Mm. it feels like on a completely different level. I feel like more care and thought went into the two levels or three levels that I've played in the Japanese version than the entire game of uh, Mario Brothers 2, the American version. Yeah, I also have that same point written down is it just it doesn't feel overall like a Mario game. Like literally the universe like that it takes place in, the physics, um, there's nothing about this. I mean, it's not a bad game. It's not like poorly made, but it just when you look at Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario 3, Super Mario World, when you look at any of the other standard Mario games where you're basically running to the right yeah. to get to the exit, this one, there's a lot more like exploration and finding keys. And I don't think it um, it works very well <laughs> as like a, for the Mario formula. And granted, it was Super Mario Brothers 2. Like they course corrected in the future. And, and I think the franchise, you know. I don't think they ever really deviated from course. Like they made Super Mario, they made Super Mario Brothers two 
in Japan and they made it a Mario game and then they made three and it was a Mario game. It was only this like weird thing because they thought that like Americans couldn't handle the real version and they just gave us this like fake Mario game. I think that was part of it. I also read that um, Miyamoto uh, wasn't actually like the director on this game. Oh, there's no way. He was working on Legend of Zelda and I want to say he either got married or had a kid or something uh, when development was kind of uh, being done on this and so he had some uh some say in like some of the level design but he wasn't fully in charge of mario 2 i can't imagine that he put much of his stamp on this game at all it just it just yeah. feels very different from anything that he's made so that kind of is why i think it, it may be so different than the other mario games is because he didn't have the level of involvement that he typically did so there's just some weird things like you don't have your normal you don't have your power-up blocks like there is a mm. random star here and there. You can like do weird things to find mushrooms, but it's not like there's no fire flower. There's no like mushroom blocks or star blocks. Like yeah. everything is kind of just like weird. Even like the way the levels are built, like if a if there's like a, a house built out of blocks, you can like jump on to random levels of the house. It's it's just like very strange. It's not Yeah. I don't know. It's just everything about it feels a little bit weird. Yeah. And kind of related to that point is like the levels just don't feel like classic Mario levels. No. Um, like there's not, there's only one point in maybe like out of what is there? 15 levels or something in this game. I feel like maybe three or four of them. I ever go like, Oh yeah, this part. <laughs> um, we spent the whole time you were looking for that whale level and we finally found it. Well, apparently I, I warp zone through this game and I don't even realize that I do it when I play it because I was like, where's the whale level? Where's the whale? It's like, what was it, five? It was like six, I four. think. No, I think it was actually four, four, okay. two, um, where you, <laughs> these whales spray water out of their backs and they're still As the whales cream, do. cream puff guys and like, I don't know, I like the colors of it and it's just like, oh yeah, this thing. But that and like the first like two levels of this game are the only parts where I'm like Mario two. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just bizarre. I kind of feel like if this game didn't have Mario sprites in it, nobody would be talking about this game today. Like if this wasn't a Mario game and this yeah. was just it yeah, was yeah, just yeah, Doki yeah. Doki Panic or whatever, like it would be forgotten. I completely agree with that. It's just, it's not a Mario game. I mean, it is a Mario game. It's part of the Mario, like, uh, All-Stars collection. Like, they, you know, they acknowledge it, but it's it's just wrong. Yeah, the next sort of part that I have, not only do the levels not really feel like classic Mario levels, some of them just feel like a chore. Yeah, no, I agree. There's there's just parts sometimes when you have to, like, figure out, like, the puzzle aspects of it. The puzzle aspects that they added in, I'm not thinking about like slowing down and trying to solve puzzles in a Mario game. I'm like trying to like be efficient and like yeah. precise. And in this game, it's like, Oh, you got to find the bomb and blow up the wall and do it in the right sequence. And it was just, I don't know. It just, yeah, you're right. It just felt like a chore at times. Which of these 20 pipes is the key that I need? Oh my yeah. gosh. That one had me stuck forever. There's all these jars and you got to go down the right jar. And for some weird reason, when you go into the jars, it almost looks like an old Atari 2600 game. Like <laughs> it loses resolution for some reason. Just on the outside of the jar. 
it's like the the environment that you're inside but all the bricks look like normal graphics but for some reason the the jars themselves they have these like really wide single colored lines that i don't know why they didn't bother to actually make those look good because it's not like it would have taken any resources to to make that happen but yeah, there's there's a few things with the art that's weird. Like the eyes on all the characters are kind of weird. Like on Mario, yeah. Luigi, Peach, and Toad. Like when you crouch down, there are like the white parts of their eyes take on the color of their clothes, and so like Peach's <laughs> eyes turn pink, or and it, she just looks like possessed. It's kind of creepy. Yeah, they you flicker also, weird when you're in front of like an open door and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I don't know. I don't know. It's just kind of bizarre. Yeah. The last thing that I have about this game that I thought it does poorly is that the bosses are just kind of dumb and repetitive. Like the first time you fight Birdo, you're like, oh, this is different. You know, it's not just jump over Bowser and touch the axe or whatever, but it's like, okay, I gotta jump on these eggs, but it doesn't ever tell you that. Like I remember at home playing this game on the Nintendo Switch online thing when it first came out and I was just standing there at Birdo and I was like, okay, I jumped on its head. That's like a classic Mario thing to do. Nothing happened. Okay, I jumped on the egg. Nothing happened. Like unless you had the manual that tells you, okay, you can jump on things and press B to pick them up. Like you would have no clue. I had to, I actually had to pause the game and go online to figure out how to beat the first <laughs> boss. Like a good game teaches you how to play it. This game does not teach you anything. It just throws you in, and hopefully you got a manual. Yeah, man. What I hate, I hate how right you are with this point <laughs> because it's like the only reason I know that you can like high jump or like jump on top of things and throw eggs at Birdo and like stuff like that is because I've played this game before. Yeah. And like you, when we started today, you were like, well, how do you do like the high jump thing? You did, you just didn't know. And it's I had like, no clue. Oh I yeah, played- people don't know. And that makes perfect sense. Cause this game does not do a good job teaching you the mechanics or at least telling you what the buttons are, what you can do. Yeah. I played through the first two or three levels at home back when the Nintendo online thing first came out. And I never knew you could high jump. Like, that would have made the game so much easier. Yeah. I never knew Peach floated. Well, I th- that's, <laughs> that one's pretty obvious. That one's pretty obvious. But, yeah, like, you think they would give you some sort of – I mean, Mario games are, are really good at introducing something and teaching you how to use it. And in this game, you just – you don't get any of that. Yeah, totally. Um, I agree with you about the bosses. Like, Birdo is some, one of the points that I've written down with the games doesn't do well because it's like – we got to fight another Birdo. Oh, this one's an, just another annoying, like, version of Birdo where now it's spinning now it's fireballs. green Birdo. Yeah. Like, throw this, like, toadstool cupcake-looking thing at him and go pick it up and throw it again. Like, ugh, that's just... It felt like a chore. Yeah. And it got old. Um, The last thing that I have is that I feel like the game lacks a lot of, like, those classic, like, Mario secrets. Um, I know we keep hammering the point where it like, it doesn't feel like a normal Mario game, but like part of what makes Mario interesting and fun is the, the secrets that you find in the other games. Yeah. And I just feel like there aren't that many spots in this one where you get that sense of like, uh, I don't know if it's like a sense of wonder or what exactly it is, but like there aren't that many spots in this game that make me feel happy. Like, Oh, I discovered a thing. Yeah. I, I would agree with you. There's, it's just, yeah, I, I you're right. Even with the exploration, <laughs> like so much of the exploration is just repeated the same thing over and over again. It's like, go down into a pot. Okay. Now dig through the dirt, like a weird, poorly programmed version of oh, dig. That's dug. another thing too, the digging in this. Yeah. There's a lot of times when you're digging through the dirt and it's kind of like dig dug where you're trying to like 
um, get around and try not to get killed by the bad guys, but you don't have any sort of offense when you're digging. Like you can't grab or a guy and throw any him. sort of fun. No. Yeah. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's 100% just like trying to memorize the patterns of the guys and, uh, like out with them, which is fine if you're playing like metal gear, metal gear solid or siphon filter or something. But like, that's not Mario. <laughs> I don't want to be playing a stealth game. Siphon filter. Maybe we need to dust that off and play that for the show. I, I got a copy of that for free when I was a kid <laughs> and played the crap out of it. Oh, man. Do you have anything else? That's really all I have. I don't, we don't need to beat this thing into the ground anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed. Like, I came into this thinking, like, man, I, maybe I'm going to really like this game because I haven't played it and it's quirky and it's different. And I had kind of liked the little bit that I had played at home or I thought that I did maybe, and I just thought this was like, oh, this is this new thing, this part of Mario that, I, that I've that i never really experienced, <laughs> and now I'm kind of realizing why I never really experienced it before. Yeah, there's, I like this game from like a lore. There's something interesting to me about Mario 2. It's different. That's everything that doesn't involve playing it. Yeah, just like the like I like the like, all of the stuff behind it, like the story about why we have it and how it's you know, it's different and it's uh, a skin of a different game that you've never ever heard of before and it just seems like kind of exotic and different. But yeah. like on an actual gameplay level, it's just it doesn't feel like Mario. Yeah, and it does I didn't have very much fun playing this game. I was excited to like beat a Mario game. Like a like an actual like side scrolling Mario game. I don't know if I've ever done that before. Like I beat oh my Mario Odyssey last year with my wife. Get off my show, Jordan. Dude, this is the, <laughs> this is the point of the show. Like you know right. these games and play them, and I don't have any clue what I'm doing. <laughs> I like I played them when I was a kid, but never long enough. Like we would have like a, a 15 or 20 minute rule. Like you could play for a certain amount of time. Once the time was up, so like on these games that didn't save, it was like I'm gonna speed run the first three levels, and then okay, now it's my brother's turn. Maybe that's. A YouTube series where we make you beat retro games legitimately. Uh, that would not be fun for anybody. <laughs> I don't have time for that in my life. It's just, uh, uh, I would, yeah, that'd be bad for everybody. Yeah, but overall, like, I don't know, man. Like, I and I knew that going into this episode, where I was like, oh, we're gonna have to talk about Mario too, and I'm gonna have to be honest with it not being a fun game. And I hate that because it's a Mario game and there's things that I like about it. But ultimately, I just I don't like playing Mario 2 very much. We like to look at it. One thing that I have a question about, maybe you can answer this, is the cover of Mario 2 says Mario 2. And then there's a banner across the bottom that says Mario Madness. But when you Google Mario 2 Mario Madness, like that was never a subtitle. That's not like a part of the official name at all. Not that I know of. But it's on the box. But I mean, in a way... Which is weird. In a way, it's accurate, though. It is. <laughs> Maybe it was just like a little tip. Like, they're like, oh, man, should we give them like a tiny hint that like this is not Mario? Like, this is just pure <laughs> madness. I just always thought it was interesting. Like, it's on the box, and I, I kind of thought at first, like, oh, this is Mario 2, Mario Madness. But Mario games don't really do subtitles. So, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. All right. Well, so what would you what would you pay for the experience that you just had? Um... If I could have this game bundled with like 30 or 40 other NES games as part of an online service uh, with Nintendo. <laughs> I mean, I have this as part of the Switch online service, so I just would have no desire to go and pay money to own this as a Nintendo cartridge. 
If the Switch Online service didn't exist, Jordan, what would you pay for the experience you just had? I would pay like a dollar and then be disappointed. Wow. That I had spent my money on it. Is that a new low? I don't know. <laughs> like I Besides you being like I wouldn't even bother what, like, was what what game was it? Was that Streets of Rage where you're like, I wouldn't even bother to like pick it up off the ground? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what game that was, but uh, I don't know, man. I just like honestly Streets of Rage three. Like it's we interesting. <laughs> like the thing is the the reasons that I would want to pay money for it have nothing to do with how fun or good it is, and it's just purely because it's oh. like a Mario game. Yeah. And so like it has some value at that but that's not the point of the show the point of the show is like is it fun is it worth playing like what would you spend to play it and so like i think that if you are a big retro game fan or a big mario fan like there is value in playing this just to see what it is and what it isn't and so like it does have some value i i mean if you are the kind of person who's never played this and wants to check it out and you can find it for like a few bucks like under five dollars like yeah maybe it's worth picking up and checking it out but like for me like i don't have a desire i'm not a collector i i already have access to it it's just you know if somebody if i saw it at a garage sale and it was a dollar i'd be tempted oh man that's rough i'm just being honest man it's just it's funny just because of how you are about all the other games that we play where you're like three bucks well i know two dollars and like a mario game you're like a dollar I'm like, wow. It's just not. It just feels wrong. Hashtag not my Mario. <laughs> you know? That's all I'm saying. Oh, that's fine. Because I don't think there's anybody really out there sort of saying that this is the best Mario game. There's somebody. Probably, but I don't think. I mean, Dunky puts it as his top game of the year <laughs> every year. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was his best game of 2019 and 2018 oh, and probably 2020. Uh, I feel like for me, um, like five dollars. Yeah, I mean that's I feel like five dollars. Is that's is, fine. Uh, a fair, uh, nostalgia-free price on this one. Oh, uh, okay. I feel like I feel like the only reason um, I wanted Mario Two in my collection was purely nostalgia. Yeah, like it's not because I don't know. Yeah. It's a Mario that, game. That's all I'll say. Yeah. It's a nostalgia trip, and that's why I, I like Mario 2. Not I, because it's fun. See, now I'm really hoping that it doesn't go for a lot and like it's not crazy expensive because I'm going to be really disappointed if there's people spending a ton of money on this game. Because like, I can understand why people would want it because you want to like complete the Mario collection. At which Including point, Mario's missing? Uh, No, nobody needs that. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> Mario should never be on PC. It was an NES game, Jordan. Was it an NES game? Yeah. I thought it was like a computer game. Uh, Am I thinking of like Hotel Mario? Isn't there like yes, a... Yes, I think that's a... Uh, what's that? Phillips... Uh, is that a CDI game? Oh, Hotel I, Mario? Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Okay. Poor, anyway. Poor Mario. Mario should never have been forced into making educational games. You don't like Mario Paint? Mario Paint is not educational. I mean, that's artistic. Okay. It's up there with Color of Dinosaur as one of the greatest <laughs> art platforms of our time. Oh, Jordan. All right. Well, what do you think this one's going for on eBay? Uh, well, you said it was the fourth best-selling NES game. Um, which makes me think like there's a ton of them out there. Maybe like 7 million. 7 million. <laughs> oh, man. Uh 
I'm going to say $5 and hope that it's not too much more than that. Nope. Oh, no. Uh, This one's going for like 12 or 13 bucks on eBay. Okay, so not like crazy no. expensive. If you want to complete your collection, you can do it without like having a moral or ethical problem. <laughs> Well, like there's there's a point where it's like you don't want to waste money, you know you don't want to waste money on stuff. And well, some if you're trying to complete your collection, you're not wasting your money at twelve dollars, yeah. I guess. Twelve to fifteen is sort of the range that I saw on eBay, and I'm like, okay, it was I think a few years back, I think it was even more than that. I think it was going up, but I think it was still only like twenty bucks. See, but with that knowledge, now I know it's not even like really worth it to pick up the Mario Two at a garage sale that I see for a dollar because it's like it's not even worth my effort to try to flip it. <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. There's also uh, a Game Boy Advance version. Yeah, I, I'm. That's not surprising. S- Super Mario Advance. Uh, that thing goes for like nine dollars for a loose cartridge, so you can get like a sort of like a Super Mario All Stars updated version of this game um, for nine dollars, or you can get Super Mario All Stars itself for like fourteen on Super Nintendo. Yeah, so. that's not. I mean, All Stars is a cool way to get all the games in one package, but they did update the graphics and it can mm-hmm. be kind of jarring if that's not what you grew up with. Also, it's available on the eShop. On the your eShop? 3DS okay. and your Wii U. You can get it for five bucks. Or just subscribe to the Nintendo Online service and get lots of great games that you should play instead. Not everybody has a Switch, Jordan. Everybody has a Switch. I just read <laughs> in the news that they, they're over like 50 million. It just passed they sold the... sold 7.5 billion Switches. <laughs> it passed uh, the Super Nintendo, and it's on its way towards uh, catching up to the Wii. It just needs to double its sales. And it can... <laughs> I think it has to more than double its sales to... It's over 50, and the Wii sold like uh, 107 or something. Okay. Well, I think that... It's the low ones is right. what the Wii sold. I can't remember what the Super Nintendo sold. I think the N64 was like 36 million. Yeah, I want to say the NES was like sixty. Was it it's 63? hot on the heels. It's hot on the heels of the NES. So I, I think like the, the NES was like was eighty like million, some. maybe eighty-five, eighty million. I don't know. I, I'm just spouting numbers now. But no. everybody has a Switch, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I've, I've just like been out and about, and I've been asking people, oh, "Hey, you got a Switch?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah I got a Switch." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, but yeah, the game is on the Switch Online service, which is probably the way that you want to play this one. Yeah. Save states, rewind feature. Yep. I mean, you can't really say that you beat it if you use save states and rewind feature. According to some people. <laughs> but nonetheless, it's probably the best way to play this game. Yeah. All right, Jordan. Uh, so 12, 12 to 15. Is, uh, that, is that worth it or worthless? I'm going to have to say worthless. Man. Um, Gosh, I don't know. I'm actually conflicted on this one. Wow, I thought for sure you were just going to go like, as it's a Mario game and part of an important part of history, then you got to say worth it. Man, that's like a dead-on impression of me. It was, it was not. <laughs> it was, I don't know what that was. That was more of like an old old man, old president or something. Uh, 12 bucks, worth it or worthless. Uh, I feel in my gut that i got to say worth it. That's, at $12. You no, know, that's fine. You say worth it. I'll say worthless. The show goes on as it always does. <laughs> <laughs> you just spent 50 minutes talking about how bad this game is, and then you're going to tell me that you got to say worth it at $12. I do. I have to say worth it. There's that's, something about it. I don't know. Brain is always, broken. Uh, yeah. Retro game collectors, man. Tell you what. But 
I would say play it on Switch instead of <laughs> the NES. Yeah. All, All right. right. I have uh, I have a trivia question for you from Mario Two. All right. Submitted by Instagram user at Hoagie One Five Five. Are you ready? I am. See, I feel like I was. This is where. Well, I'm gonna. I'll save my commentary for after the trivia. All right. Here we go. Oh, I just clicked away from it. Okay. Which two characters have their name mismatched in both the credits and the manual of Super Mario Bros. Two? And I feel like I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to give you the multiple choice answers that I came up with because I feel like you already know it. Well, I noticed it in the credits, and you I did. I notice said something it. about it, and you now I know why you were quiet yeah. when I said something. I was kind of bummed uh, that you you eagle eyed that one. Yeah, it was like Birdo and Ostro. Yes, it was yeah. Birdo and Ostro. Yeah, which is hilarious because Birdo is like the most consistent character in this game. Yeah, and in both the manual and the credits, they have his name flip flopped with Ostro. Well, maybe we've been wrong this whole time. Maybe the that is Ostro. Uh, I don't think so because the ostrich character is the one called Ostro, and the the <laughs> well, one I'm just that's saying is okay, not a bird Bur- at all. Birdo is in other games, right? Yeah, as Birdo. So it, yeah, okay. All right, so they have. <laughs> yeah, so you, I was like, first of all, sorry, like, Hoagie. Yeah, sorry, Hoagie. We we beat this game, which and like made it to the end credits, and we're just sitting there reveling in it. And I just saw it coming, and I was like, "Oh, there it is." <laughs> yep, he caught it. Well, there it is. But thank you for submitting. As always, you guys send us your trivia questions. If you stump Dan, we will send you some uh, worth it or worthless stickers in the mail. We just got some brand new ones in last week. And they look pretty sweet. So you can uh, win some free prizes in your mail. Just send us your trivia questions and try to stump Dan. And uh, maybe don't pick something super obvious from the credits that he is going to spot. Well, that was a great question. It is a great question. I thought I was like, I would oh, not man. have gotten that if I wasn't like sitting there watching the credits. I know. I think that we were like so like proud of ourselves for not for beating the game because it's not like insanely hard the, end of the game but <laughs> it's not like we've played way harder games but just that we were able to have the mental fortitude to sit there for that long and make it through i mean that's what it really is with mario 2 is like it's a it's a mental fortitude exercise rather than yeah <laughs> yeah anything else yep 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 well i think that's all that we have for today yeah i think that is gonna wrap up our show uh, if you like our show, please leave us a review and tell your friends. Yes. And we will see you next time. All right. Bye. If you have any questions or feedback, feel free to email us at worth it or worthless podcast at gmail.com. And if you're interested in staying up to date with the show, follow us at WIOW podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review and subscribe if you want to hear more. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the show. We sincerely appreciate it. Talk to you next time.